Hey guys, it's Guru Mike Pan of the Binding Warrior Podcast. It's today's your Finish Strong Friday episode of the week. So uh, to end this work week on a positive note and to go into the weekend on a good note, I want to talk about burnout. Uh, what exactly burnout is and what we can do to not just prevent burnout, but also to fortify ourselves uh, to make sure that burnout's not even a thing. Okay, so um, the reason I'm inspired to discuss this today is because I actually had a conversation with one of my students last night uh, before um, our one of our weekly classes, um, and you know he's he's a longtime student of mine, and uh, he's in a really really challenging and emotionally and mentally draining profession. Um, and this particular student, you know, as uh, driven as he is, and um, you know, as as big of a heart as he has. He's in a in a in a, uh, in a job environment, in a working environment that's really negative. Um, you know, his boss is uh, is a jerk, and his coworkers are full of drama and ego and negativity. And you know, I I could tell that he was just being burnt down. So we talked about it, and you know, after talking to him, I realized there's so many people out there, and maybe you're one of these people as well, uh, who who experiences burnout. Uh, you probably have a lot on your plate, and you feel like the entire world's on your shoulders, and you're tired. You know, and I, I got a lot of friends in multiple professions from from law enforcement, military, counseling, uh, the corporate sector, uh, you know, small business owners, you name it, uh, as well as husbands and fathers out there. Um, and everybody experiences this at some point. Everybody feels tired. Everybody gets burnt out. They're basically burning the candle from both ends, so to speak. And I've been there myself. So in today's episode, I want to discuss this and what we can do to not just recognize burnout, but also fortify ourselves to prevent burnout, uh, for, to prevent burnout from occurring in the first place. So uh, burnout typically doesn't usually come right away. You know what I'm saying? So like in, in the American culture, and I noticed this as a person who lives in between two worlds, meaning I live in the Filipino culture and I live in the American culture. Um, and I grew up really in a fast-paced culture growing up. I grew up in, in the, the uh, tri-state, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut culture of just, you know, got to, constantly got to work, you got to hustle, you know, you got to move. Uh, you know, if you, if you take a nap, you're lazy, you know, that sort of thing. And after growing up in that kind of environment as a child and getting older and experiencing other cultures, namely the Texan Southern way of life, um, recognizing my Filipino culture, being able to go to the Philippines a few times and throughout my adulthood, seeing the differences there, um, as well as being able to travel in different parts of the world pre-COVID, obviously. So, you know, go into different parts of the world, Europe, uh, different parts of Asia. Um, and I noticed that burnout is something primarily that Americans experience. Now, I'm not saying that people around the world don't experience this because, you know, stress and all these things exist all over the place. But if you look at the studies, the levels of depression, burnout, and anxiety are higher in the U.S. than anywhere else. Um, and there's probably a ton of reasons for this. But again, going back to the cultural thing, you know, the United States really prides itself on its dog-eat-dog mentality. We have this work ethic as Americans to hustle and to work and to earn our way. And if you follow my social media accounts, you follow my posts, you follow this podcast even, you'll know that I'm all about that. I'm all about working. I'm all about work ethic. I'm all about taking responsibility for your for your life and, and, and owning it and taking care of it and making sure that it's the best life possible and working for that end. But that being said, there's also the other side of the coin where we get burnt out. And again, maybe you're in a, in a job field or in a job environment, working environment that's very negative. Maybe you have coworkers that are extremely dramatic and negative and they just bring drama to your life. They suck energy, positive energy from you. 
And the thing I notice about burnout and those of my students and even myself when I've been through burnout is that we don't recognize we're getting burnt out until we're burnt out. <laughs> like if you think about the word burnout, it really comes from like, you know, burning the candle at both ends sort of thing, right? And a candle doesn't burn out instantly, right? If you ever lit any candle, even a birthday candle, a votive candle, whatever, even a scented candle, whatever, these, these candles take time. It takes time to really burn out a candle. And the problem is, is that again, we are so busy hustling and keeping that fire going that we often don't recognize the fact that we are in fact burning out until we're down to the very last piece of wax, right? And the wick is about to give. We have to recognize the fact that burnout, like anything else in life, doesn't happen instantly. It takes time. It's usually something that's been built up over time. And because we don't recognize burnout until it actually happens, by then it's already too late. So to do that, we need to prevent burnout from happening in the first place. We need to fortify ourselves. And that's really the kind of the heart of this conversation in this podcast episode today. What can we do to fortify ourselves against burnout? So when I was talking to this student, I kind of gave them like this, uh, this metaphor of, uh, of bricks, right? And if you wanted to knock over a, a straw hut, like a three little pigs, right? Which I read to my son sometimes. It's easy to do that. Right, but if you look at a house made of bricks, it's each piece of brick, each piece of foundation, every single piece of it fortifies that house from bad weather, typically, right? And in life, when we are overwhelmed with responsibilities from work, from from our businesses, from our, our family life, our marital obligations, our, our uh, parental obligations, all these things, it's easy to feel burnt out. So what do we do to fortify burnout? Well, we got to look at the bricks, right? We got to look at the things that compose our being and the things that we need to maintain in order to keep our strength up, in order to keep our uh, our mental health up, which is a big topic now, right? And if you notice people who really struggle with the mental health thing, I'm noticing that some of these bricks are not in place. So let's talk about it. So the first thing we talk about is your body, right? Uh, I've spoken about this before. I'll talk about it again. Your body is the low-hanging fruit in terms of your mental and spiritual health, right? And there's a lot of people, you know, I met a lot of guys, especially growing up and, you know, faith-based circles and all this stuff. And, you know, I meet guys to this day who are very spiritual and intellectual even, but they don't want to work out. They feel it's vain. They feel, oh, it's something for jocks or meatheads and I don't need to fit work out and, and move my body. And all I could say to that is that, well, frankly, one, you're wrong. <laughs> and two, we have to remember our bodies are the chassis system for our mind and our soul, right? So like here in Texas, right? One of the things I've been looking at is a pickup truck. And uh, I, I, oh, that's one of the, I don't have a lot of things I want in this life materialistically. I'm not a very materialistic person, but one of the things I, I have on my bucket list is to one day have a pickup truck because I live in Texas and that's the cool man thing to do and have. So, and also it's very functional and purpose-driven, right? So with pickup trucks, you know, they're only as strong as their chassis. Right, and the chassis is basically the, the foundation of this truck. Right, it's strong. If it's you have a strong chassis, you can put, basically put whatever you want on the truck, and the truck can go anywhere it wants, and you can transport whatever as long as the chassis is is rugged and strong. And we have to look at our bodies in the same way. Our minds and our souls are riding in the the truck or the chassis of the body. And there's this weird, you know. Um, compartmentalization that a lot of guys have like oh I have a body if you work out in the gym then you're not being intellectual if you're being intellectual you're not supposed to be in the gym and all these things and the truth is our nothing happens in a vacuum and so if we want to make sure that our minds and souls are fortified that starts with our body that starts with 
eating. And I know that most, as a Filipino, this is hard for us to do because we love food and we love, we love, uh, you know, everything that tastes good is typically not the healthiest for us. And so we tend to get into really bad, uh, bad eating habits. Uh, I know I've fallen into that from time to time. And uh, recently I've been trying to catch myself as well in, in that, in that respect. Right. So we've, uh, you know, we have to really watch what we eat. A lot of mental health issues really stem from our diet. Are you taking in sugar, causing inflammation? Um, sugar and excessive amounts of sugar and caffeine have been proven to affect your mental state, uh, creating anxiety, jitteriness, all these things. And so, uh, first of all, I, I use caffeine. I drink coffee every single morning, but I don't go past that cup a day. Now, it's a pretty big cup, I'll be honest, but it's, it's, a, it's the only cup I have throughout the day. And a lot of guys are just pumping themselves full of coffee and they're getting anxious and they're getting jittery. They don't know why. And I'm like, well, probably has something to do with the coffee, right? So have a cup of coffee, enjoy it, but don't live off it. And I know some people are going to get mad at me for saying that, but it shouldn't be a food group in itself, right? It is a tool that we use to stay alert so that we can be optimal, right? So watch your sugar consumption. And I have a sweet tooth, by the way. I really got, I'm really talking to myself, right? Watch your sugar consumption, watch your caffeine consumption, eat more, uh, things that God made. So uh, fruits, vegetables, um, lean, healthy animal products. All right. Grilled chicken, uh, pork loin, organic grilled pork loin, fish, salmon, beef, preferably grass fed. If you can afford it and get it, these things are going to change the game in the way your mind functions and your soul feels. Then you go to the exercise part and the exercise part is so important. Guys, if you're listening to this, especially if you're a dad, listening to this work out. As a dad, I don't understand how other dads who don't work out get through the day. I don't understand it because being being a father is so physically exhausting. <laughs> Chasing around my son, who I love with all my heart and soul, is a is just a ball of energy, and he's just bouncing constantly. One day he thinks he's a cowboy, the next day he thinks he's a pirate, the next day he thinks he's Spider Man, and a ninja the next day. And so he's constantly moving and running. And I think to myself when I'm chasing this little boy around the house and out around the backyard, I'm like, I don't know, understand. I don't understand how anyone can keep up with their child if they're not physically fit. Now I'm sure there's parents who do that, but you wouldn't be, you're not optimal if you're not fit doing it. And I think a big part of the reason why I'm able to keep up with my son is the fact that I take care of my, my body. I train it every, pretty much every single day. So workout, what kind of workout should you do? Um, I would avoid treadmills, do calisthenics, high rep calisthenics with proper form, squats, push-ups, pull-ups, crunches, Russian twists, maybe add in some sandbag work to that. Get a cheap kettlebell, run some swings on the proper form with a kettlebell because you can really injure yourself if you don't know how to use it. Run some kettlebell work. Crush that. High rip calisthenics I think is awesome because it burns fat. It builds strong mobility, joint integrity. And I noticed that the guys who focus a lot on the high rip calisthenics don't have anywhere near the amount of injuries, if any injuries at all, than the guys I know who lift heavy. So let's make sure that we focus on calisthenics. Now, if you want to lift heavy, rock on, but you're going to need some training in that. Make sure you got a proper trainer and proper coaching. YouTube is not a coach. <laughs> make sure you get proper coaching. Okay. So start with the body, right? And then also martial arts. I think martial arts is amazing for developing mental fortitude. I mean, there's a lot of sports you can do, CrossFit, golf, whatever. There's a lot of things, but something about combat sports and martial arts, guys, I'm telling you, especially if you're a guy listening to this. One, you're going to have the physical confidence and physical capability and skills to protect your family. Two, you're going to develop a sense of mental toughness that basic fitness cannot fulfill. Being able, I mean, doing a CrossFit workout takes a great ton of fortitude. I've tried it in the past. A great ton of mental physical fortitude, which is very valuable for virtue. But I will say that there's nothing like conquering the primal fear, basically, of someone trying to hit you. You know, 
Um, barbells can be intimidating, but someone trying to swing a weapon at your head or stab you with a knife trainer or punch you or kick you in the head or choke you out in jujitsu, there's a level of toughness that you need for that, that fitness will not provide. So I recommend martial arts. Okay. And I found that most of the guys I train are guys, they're men. The vast majority of the guys I train are men. And they say that that aspect of the training really helps them fortify themselves for the workplace, for the family life and all these things. And also gives them a sense of brotherhood that we all need. And so for the next brick, I would also say the spiritual component. Now, this goes into two things. So I'm a person of faith. So prayer, meditation, this is key. Having a, an ability to tap into a higher power, the creator, God, I think that's important. A lot of people roll their eyes when I say that, but that is 100% valid. I mean, studies have shown that those with a religious belief system and a faith system have far less uh, instances of depression or anxiety than other people. You can look this up. Okay. Who don't have that. So make sure we look into that. Um, for me, uh, I come from a Christian background. That is where I, um, I kind of found, you know, my nest. I can always talk about that in another, another uh, podcast, but, um, but in reality, you know, whatever it is, is you, that God is calling you to do. I really feel that he calls us in different ways. And I'm not saying all the religions are the same. I'm not, I know there's going to be some guys like arguing with that. I'm not saying that, but I know other people, so everybody's on their, uh, on a, uh, a different step in the journey. So wherever you're at in the journey, start there. So that could be as simple as taking a walk in nature and just being grateful for that. That could be as simple as spending time with your loved ones and being grateful for that. So let's focus on that. So the spiritual aspect, recognizing that there is a God, recognizing that we uh, there's a spiritual reality to our life, and that if we tap into that, we have a strength that goes beyond this world. And I, and I, I really have to emphasize that. Now, in addition to that spiritual aspect, there is the community aspect. And I tie this in the same thing. It could be a church community. It could be a place of worship type of community, whether you're in a, a synagogue or a church or something like that. Those are powerful because a sense of community gives you a sense of support, emotional support and physical support if you need help moving something or whatever. Having a community is essential. Now, in Bionni Warrior Martial Arts, I have a community built in. I have a bunch of guys with the same type of values and the same type of beliefs. And we, we get together. And if any of us needs a hand, we can rely on one another. Like Guru Dante Paredes, who's our representative in Arlington, he and his wife are in the medical field. And so when I have a question about medicine or, you know, any kind of medical ailment or injury, I know to call him. So you need that sort of thing. We have guys in the corporate world and some of our guys who are trying to move up in the corporate ladder can sit down with another guy in, in the group and say, hey, listen, what do you think of this? me going into this profession or this corporation? What do you think? What should I do to get up there, right? And so there is this aspect of community that's so important for our souls. It's not just for networking and professional development. It really comes down to emotional, spiritual support, okay? So having that brick is there. And then also having time by yourself. And this is so important, especially as a father and a husband, this is really hard for me to do. I'm very rarely by myself. This is like, I record this podcast on my commute because this is like the only time I have by myself ever. Uh, so, um, I get it as a man, it's hard to get that time by yourself, carve out 10 minutes of time by yourself. That's it. Whether that's in your commute and you're listening to inspirational music and podcasts, whether you're sitting down and you're writing in a journal for 10 minutes. And I think that's a really good, powerful way to get negativity out is just to write get those negative thoughts out and write. And they, it releases that valve of, of stress and, and anxiety sometimes. Really learn how to write, journal, um, learn how to just take a walk again, get out into nature, get out of your cubicle, get out of your concrete jungle and go into a park and walk for 10 minutes. Do that daily. And I think that if we check all of these boxes that I just listed from the body, the soul, you know, having a, an ability to be a find time by yourself every single day. These things fortify you, right? And for your mind, 
I'm a big believer in podcasts. I used to be a really big reader. I have seasons in my life where I read a ton. Sometimes I don't read at all, but I'm in a season where I'm beginning to read a lot again. So that is also strong for your mind. So I recommend that. Take 10 minutes a day to read. Positivity, uh, something that's going to inspire you. All of these things are the bricks for which mental health and emotional spiritual health is based upon. So if you're struggling with burnout, fortify yourself. Don't wait till you're burnt down and don't think I got a little bit left in the tank. No, no, no. Take a step, take a step back, pause, and remember that you're only human and that you have to build yourself up. You got to focus on building these bricks and laying the foundation and the bricks and laying those bricks of your mind, your body, your soul, taking care of all of those things so that you are fortified against stress, anxiety, and burnout. All right, guys, I hope this podcast inspired you. Take care. God bless and be the hero in your life.